0: Hello, Get Booked listeners. Welcome to The Hand Cell, a special weekly installment of Get Booked that's all about books that we just can't resist shouting about. This is Amanda Nelson, and today's Hand Cell is The Premonition by Michael
1: Lewis. Let's hear from our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Avid Reader Press. It kind of gives Outlander meets Cloud Atlas or If the Time Traveler's Rife was written by Sally Rooney or Colson Whitehead. Make sure to check out The Ministry of Time by Kalyan Bradley. And thanks again to Avid Reader Press for sponsoring this episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Thirsty by Jazz Hammonds. Thanks again to Thirsty by Jazz Hammonds for sponsoring this episode. The Premonition is perhaps the
0: first pandemic work of nonfiction that I have been able to stomach other than Intimations by Zadie Smith, which was a collection of essays that she wrote about her personal experience during COVID. But I've not been ready for like investigative journalism until this one came out. Michael Lewis is very well known as a nonfiction writer. He wrote Moneyball, you know, The Big Short. The blind side bless him <laughs> and so w- when the premonition came out, I immediately put it on my holds list because I felt like you know, I was in good narrative hands and I wasn't wrong. I've had an interesting experience with anger during the pandemic wherein you know i'm I'm mad at I'm mad at how it was handled. I'm mad at people who won't get vaccinated and all of that. but the reaction the bungling right of the entire thing <laughs> wasn't that shocking i feel like anybody who's paid a lot of attention to politics over you know the course of the lifetime of the generation of millennials i don't know that you could claim being really surprised by how it was bungled but i hadn't looked too far into how it was bungled or specifically why and this is the book that's going to do that so um, of course, a lot of the blame for how the initial days of the pandemic were handled are the Trump administration's fault, but a lot, maybe more of it is actually the CDC's fault. And that is a surprising thing for me to say or to think or to read about because I'm a very good Democrat, you know, <laughs> and I, um, I appreciate the CDC and all the work that they do. But man, they, they did not handle this well uh, in in a lot of different ways. Most of it having to do with their really ingrained bureaucratic history of being an excellent place to publish academic papers and to analyze post-outbreak information, but a really terrible place to put, you know, in charge of a containment response. Because historically, which is what Michael Lewis goes over, they don't. They don't do containment responses out of fear of political reprisement. And so he goes through, you know, the the history of the CDC, the documents about their response to the pandemic, the documents about the Trump administration's response to the pandemic. And you know how you have that feeling, what well, we all did, that there was really no adult in charge, that the press conferences that the president was giving in 2020 were just a circus, that nobody seemed to know what was going on. That nobody was tra- actually looking at the data, that nobody was actually tracking cases. That was all true. Um, the CDC was not tracking cases at first on purpose because they were trying very hard to avoid using the, having to end up using the word pandemic. And so there was, there was no adult in charge except for a small group of public health officials and doctors who got together during the Bush administration. <laughs> The W, the second Bush uh, administration, when the, when George W asked them to, to put together a pandemic response because of a book that he read about the 1918 flu that kind of spooked him, those doctors and public health officials stayed in contact. And then when this pandemic broke out, they got back into contact and had like weekly conference calls that rogue members of the Trump administration would get on to try to figure out a way to get the the administration to do anything about COVID. So it's, it's just a really enraging, like maddening, but also entirely predictable, I guess, dropping of a million balls. And if you are ready, <laughs> if you are ready to look at how we got to the place that we are now how we got to the politicization of the CDC and therefore the politicization of a pandemic i think that this will give you your answers and i don't mean to entirely crap on the CDC here they're a great organization but they have a lot of problems and most of those as i learned in the premonition by by michael lewis started when the head of the CDC went from being a civil servant to being a political appointee which changed with the reagan administration uh, which is also why we bungled the hiv situation so badly so yeah do with that what you will i'm putting it out there because we have gotten a few questions for pandemic literature pandemic nonfiction. i know a lot of us still aren't ready i mean we're obviously still in it so a lot of people aren't ready to read about how we got to the place that we are now Um, But if you are, I think this is a good place to start, um, especially because it's one of the only (laughs) works of investigative journalism about the pandemic that have come out so far. So there you go. That's The Premonition, a pandemic story by Michael Lewis. And go check that out. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to our audio editor, Jen Zink. You can find more book recommendations at bookright.com and more podcasts at bookrightcom slash listen. If you have feedback for us, you can email us at getbooktobookright.com And please do leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. You can find us online. I'm on Instagram at I'm Amanda Nelson. And Jen, my co-host, is on Twitter at Jen IRL and on Instagram at I am Jen IRL. That's Jen with two Ns. And we will be back on Thursday. Have a great one.